1: is why you need an OBM certification. And let me tell you what that means as we talk with our very special guest, Sarah Noked. She is the founder of Sarah Noked OBM. It's an online business management agency where she works out of her home in Israel. She helps entrepreneurs plan and delegate, implement the right systems, unite virtual teams across the globe, and grow profits to achieve their goals. Her mission is simple, to empower entrepreneurs to grow a thriving business online by building systems and a winning team. She helps keep everyone accountable to their goals and increases those profits. She's just one of three worldwide certified OBMs. Through a variety of training and certification courses, she offers the right resources to empower and educate highly skilled virtual assistants and OBMs around the world. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction?
2: Thank you so much, Nancy, for having me on. So yeah, I'm one of three worldwide certified trainers that are training um, OBMs. We've got a few hundred OBMs all over the world internationally. I happen to be in Israel, but there are online business managers all over the place.
1: So let's talk about that because that's a brand new term to me and probably some of the people listening today. What Did you create that, and what does it mean, and how do you get certified?
2: Yeah, that's great. So um, I didn't create it. Um, Tina Forsyth, um, she is the founder of the International Association of Online Business Managers. She coined the phrase, I would say, probably back in maybe 2008. So it has been around for a while. Um, It is sort of like Uh, Some people like to call it, you know, like a VA on steroids, which I don't really like that terminology so much. It's, it's more about focusing on the management pieces in a business. So for example, um, a virtual assistant might do the actual implementation of getting a blog on a website or answering your client care emails where an online business manager is going to be working more Um, in the management pieces. So they might manage that VA to make sure that the client care emails are answered correctly, to answer the questions that the VA might have, and to really stay in the upper level with the client, you know, in that sort of place of the strategic big picture thinking. So I like to think of us as more of um, an entrepreneur's partner um, who's helping to make the vision and the goals of the client a reality.
1: I like that. So should a VA strive to be an OBM or is it probably never going to happen?
2: Well, I mean, I was a VA before I was an OBM. So I started off as a VA back in 2010 from my corporate desk. <laughs> and um but I quickly um felt I, I quickly became familiar with the OBM term and I was like, oh, I'm way more of an OBM because I'm more I'm more about the big picture. I'm more strategic in my thinking. I'm more really focused on helping free up my client's time and really help take stuff off of their plate. And I won't work with a client unless they have a VA. So it's a a nice little... working relationship with the VA and OBM and a client and and other people on the team. You know, you might have a graphic designer or a developer.
1: So like a right-hand person to the entrepreneur?
2: Yes, absolutely. That's a great way of describing it. Yes, like a right-hand. And it really, it only comes about when um, a, a business is really developed. So, you know, the revenue streams are clear. There's money coming in. Predictable revenue is coming in and things need to be systematized and I know you're a systems gal too so we really come in there and we're documenting the systems we're making the business stable so that it can scale even further
1: I love that so what would an online business person come in and do besides manage the VAs for example when in your training course what are you training them to do because I know from my years of working as a big five consultant I probably wasn't a really good manager right out of the gate. I had to make some mistakes and kind of figure out how much is too much oversight versus letting people grow. So how do you train people to get that management skill?
2: Absolutely. So a big focus of the certification program is mindset. And what we try to do with our OBMs is we try to teach them that It's not really about managing the client, even though the client might think that. It's really about managing the business and doing things that are in the best interest of the business and profitability, and making sure that the team is lean. So, you know, having said that, it really depends. I mean, you know, when we're looking at at a business, it can be a very complicated thing. Um, But when it's when it's developed and when it's growing, it's there's something to manage. So a lot of the times, I will get you know, startups contacting me or people who, people who have a business idea that want to really jump the gun and hire an OBM. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. You know, you might need a VA, you might need to bootstrap a little bit. Let's make sure there's actually some revenue coming in before. But to go back to what you were saying about um, what do we teach and, and how can we help it really, it focuses more on project management in an online space. So most of the people that are coming into the certifi- certification program are like me. They have a corporate background. Um, you know, I'm a mom, which I think is the, the, the most important project management of all is managing my family, right? Um, So maybe managing your family, you might be, you might have managed a team in your corporate life. Like I I did business development and I have an MBA and I, you know, I was doing a lot of different things. And the nice thing about the OBM role is that usually when people are coming in, they have a little bit of, of experience and it's more about, well, how can we make these transferable skills just as effective in the online space so teaching people how to use online project management tools what it means to um, manage a team in a virtual environment is very different than you know hanging out at the office at the coffee corner in the office you know
1: oh absolutely when I was managing people in six different countries at one time with IBM way different than having them sit next to me and just kind of you're right water cooler talk
0: you have
1: to be probably the biggest thing I learned is I needed to be at least a couple steps ahead of them. I was always, I couldn't just focus on my work. I had to think, okay, how do I make sure that their pipeline of work, they've always got something on their plate. So there's no right. downtime. Yes. Down time.
2: Yes. Do and it's, and every well? business is so different. Yes, absolutely. So we go over, we go over that stuff and we, and part of the, the really nice thing about the certification program is there is an exam at the end of it. And there is a whole Preparation piece. And one of the things that we focus on, and one of the things that I think is really pertinent in today's online business sphere, I guess, is launching. You know, how to how to effectively launch a product or an info product in the online space and all of the parts and pieces that go into, you know, creating the web pages and um, the automations and making sure that everything gets carried out in a way that makes sense and so it's also looking at well what's actually happening in the online in online projects and i think the most amazing thing and what really excites me about business in today's day is that it's so much more complicated than it was even 3 or 4 years ago like i, I can't i sometimes get have conversations with people running the most amazing businesses that i mean i would tell my friends who are from the offline world and they just don't believe me even <laughs> they're like what you you have a fishing client who is generating what kind of revenue and 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 you know Garmin is sponsoring them and all this crazy stuff. I mean, I feel really privileged to be part of this and and leading the way and helping other women and men find a career here.
1: That's awesome. So let me ask you because when I tell people I help them systemize, some people get it right away and they're like, "Oh yeah, I need systems." And some people, I could tell it it doesn't sound very sexy and exciting to use word systems. What kind of reaction do you get when you tell people? you systemize.
2: Yeah, totally. Like some some people get it and some people don't get it at all. The people yes, who get it, it are like all over it. They love it. <laughs> They're like, yes, give me sounds, more.
1: It sounds industrial, I think. When people hear systems, I know a lot of people immediately jump toward technology and think-
2: Exactly, like a software or something like that.
1: Yeah. So how do you deal with that?
2: Well, I mean, I, just, I like to explain it more uh, from the perspective of it's really sexy to take a vacation. You know, it's really sexy to be able to delegate better. And by documenting your systems that are already inherent in your business, then you can actually afford to take a laptop-free holiday with your family. So it's more about, you know, bringing it back to what what they're gonna get out of it. And it's about getting back time. You know, it's about documenting the recurring tasks so that they can be like you know, delegated in a way where I actually know, okay, this person is going to take carry out this plan as per my standard operating procedure. I'm all about SOPs, (laughs) like too much so. Um, So everything is systematized. And I think for me, if if somebody is is kind of turned off by systems, then I don't know, it's probably not going to (laughs) work.
1: Yeah, I get the same way too. And then where do you draw the line between over-documenting? I, you said you kind of geek out on SOPs, oh, which God. I guess. But I also remember my first job. I worked for Marriott Courtyard because I have a hotel degree. Mm. And their SOP was probably in this white binders, three-ring binders that was about five inches thick. Oh, my God. And people are busy, right? They, I mean, it yeah. sounds good to have an SOP, <sighs> but in reality, how do you balance over-documenting with people yes. actually reading it? This is, I mean, this is
2: a great question, Nancy. I'm really excited about this because this is something that I feel like I need to share with the world. So one of the things that I really pride my own business and what I do for my clients is putting into putting into, and this is what we teach in the certification program too, is using a um, an online project management tool. So I'm a real teamwork PM buff, but there's Asana, you've got Trello. Whatever, you know, choose your sort of drug of choice, right? I love Teamwork PM. Now, when I put in a recurring task that might recur daily or weekly or monthly, I connect it to the SOP that describes how to do it. And then there's no, it's like so easy. There's no over-documentation because as long as it's, if it's a recurring task, it has, it's connecting SOP. And then i of course, there are like the one-offs, you know, for launch and things that aren't necessarily recurring, but they're but there's not that many of them. It's more about just the recurring stuff that it's is, and it just it makes me so happy when I log into my project management tool and I see, you know, backup website and then there's an SOP that my developer has created and it's just all neat and tidy and if he's sick or something happens, God forbid, I can just easily um, bring in somebody else and make sure that you know it's just really seamless to to give that task to somebody.
1: That's awesome, and I'm not familiar with that tool. Is that more popular in Europe?
2: No, no, no. Teamwork PM is, um, well, I know the, I know the company is based in Ireland, but oh no, it's, it's really strong. And it's actually um, the one that we recommend in the OBM certification uh, for, for managing projects. It's very easy to use and it's, and it's got a really nice interface. It's kind of like Asana, but it also has a really good benefits even on the, the free version has great benefits.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Asana because if it's an extra step to actually make that step, I don't think people are going to do it. It's mm-hmm. kind of my my thought. So I'm trying to make it. How do we make at least amount of overhead, meaning time, to actually get that set up? And it sounds like Teamwork. Is it .dot pm or Teamwork .pm .dot? It's just Teamwork.
2: I th- I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just Teamwork .pm .dot com.
1: Yeah, I'll check it out because I like to make things easy for people. For example, some of the systems I teach, it could for older people who may not be technology savvy
0: Mm -hmm. if they just
1: want like paper and pencil and sticky notes or an excel spreadsheet because I always say the system the best system in the world is the one you actually use
2: Mm, right (laughs) well said so it's teamwork.com it's just teamwork.com
1: teamwork okay cool we'll check that out I'll put that in the show notes too and do you happen to have an affiliate link we could definitely you know I do but
2: I, I do have one um
1: if you're comfortable, we're happy to put that in there. So oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I
2: will. I'll, I'll send that over.
1: Yeah, I love affiliates because it's a win-win for you, win-win for the company, and win-win yes. for who uses it. Yeah. But yeah, I think I like that. And for the younger, my younger clients, they're all about the phone. So that is, this, is there a mobile version with this?
2: There is a mobile version, yes. And I email myself tasks all the time with this.
1: So one thing we both have in common is we believe people should systemize. I've got a free download on my website five systems you must have to maximize your profit oh cool what are some of your favorite systems
2: well i so i have an sop template that i um i've put on the SaranoKed.com forward slash nancy Gaines um web page so i've got actually a whole i've got my whole onboarding sop and i think that that is probably my favorite because you know, I feel like it doesn't really matter. Most businesses do need to onboard and offboard clients, whether or team team members. So, uh, my onboarding SOP really illustrates how I put together um, a standard operating procedure in my own business. And I just get, I give i gave it away. It's—it's it's a real juicy one.
1: <laughs> nice. What else do you like?
2: Oh, I um, when it comes to systems, I mean. I love launch systems. I love dynamic systems. I love um, templating things. It's kind of it's, – it's really – I n- never really knew this about myself, I think, until I became uh, an OBM, and I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. I really love systems. But I would say, you know, onboarding is definitely the one that I, fo- I found myself doing all the time, and I was like, why do I keep reinventing the wheel? I um, can
1: relate to that one. That's one of the the most frequent ones I work with my clients on because – especially once people get a bunch of new clients all at one time. If you're not systemized, you're forgetting to send them a non-disclosure or a receipt or whatever it is. Exactly.
2: And 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 you can lose trust so easily if you don't, you know, do those simple things.
1: That's a really good point, especially for my high dollar clients. Like if you Mm -hmm. look sloppy right from the beginning after you get their money, that's not good.
2: Yeah. Or if it's like just radio silence, like what's that all about?
1: We were talking about this on a different podcast. One of my pet peeves is when, it's all about the details. So one of my pet peeves is when I go to a new doctor's office and they hand you a bunch of forms to fill out and they've been mm-hmm. copied, uncopied, uncopied, so they're tilted and they're hard to read. Yeah. I'm like, this is your first impression?
2: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, you can't, yeah, you can't get it together to like have this a little bit more. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I love those kind of systems. Any other ones that are real pas- you're passionate about?
2: You know, I, I find with my clients in the digital age, the payment management system is huge. I find that people oftentimes, I will, like I when I get into it, when I start working with a new client, it's the first thing I look at is obviously the financials. I want to make sure that, I'm impressing the client by buttoning up if they're the, 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 blo- the, the loss of blood from, you know, just neglect. And I find that a lot of the times when I get into a new business, and it, usually my clients are, you know, if not hitting a million close to it in revenue in a year. So there's a lot of money coming through. They're selling info products. So there's a lot of like smaller payments, different size payments coming through, subscription payments coming through. And nobody's really... Following up, you know, they're just sort of like, well, you know, PayPal or Stripe will take care of that. And I get in there and I'm like, oh my God, do you know that, you know, this person canceled their subscription? And so, I just think that when it comes to the financials of the business, there has to be um, uh, a system around managing subscription payments. There has to be a system around following up with um, delinquent payments, and that's one of the first things I do with clients when we come in. It's, it's, it's the, the lamest system, but I think one of the most important ones for sure.
1: I like that. That's pretty cool. I bet you've got some tips on how people can be better at delegating. Do you want to share mm-hmm. some
2: ideas? Oh, I love so. My favorite so there's this really awesome tool called Loom. Um, I think it's probably loom.com, but it basically allows you to shoot a really quick screencast. I actually have a Chrome app on my um, on my page, and I just click on the little Chrome app, and it will automatically screencast and and then and then, right after you 've done the screencast, it gives you a little, little a little link that you can share and What I love about systems and documenting systems is getting my clients to start to compile a folder you know bonus points if it 's a folder in Google Drive with little um, you know with with the with the chunks of these loom screencasts of various day to day activities that they 're doing that When we come on with my team, we can start documenting them into processes. So it might be something like how they manage their social media, how they manage their email, how they manage um, their blog. Because I find a lot of the times um, my clients are either doing it all themselves, or maybe they have a VA that occasionally comes in. Um, But just making sure that you know, just there's just simple things that you can do to start to systematize your business and start to actually take the reins on the ability to scale or even sell the business at some point like you can't sell a business without systems you know so you got to start documenting you got to start having buttoning up those pieces so i say shoot loom videos start to compile a little library of the systems that you do if you don't if you don't want to document cuz i think documenting them can be really daunting for people who don't like creating systems like me. I love creating systems. I'm like yourself. So for those people, they can create a loom, save it. And then when they bring on that VA or that OBM, they can take over documenting and putting them into a project management tool.
1: Cool. I like Jing, J-I-N-G. Oh, Jing I
2: is good too. Yes. Yeah. I, I use Jing for a really long time. And then I moved to, to Loom because of that little link that pops up at the end.
1: Oh, so you didn't have to think about saving it? You mean it just? No, nah, it just—it yeah,
2: it's just like you—you you press end and it's like pops up your link and it's like cl- copy to the clipboard. It's a, like it's like a half a second easier than Jing. Also, I think Jing stops after five minutes, or it used to at least.
1: I think it does too. And you're right. Anytime we can save steps, right? That makes yeah yeah. So, yeah. Productive. so try Loom. Up.
2: I think you'll I think you'll appreciate it.
1: So it's just L O O M. Yep. Okay. Very cool. So I know you've got some courses for people that are thinking, hey, I want to be more than a VA, but I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be an (laughs) OBM. Where can people find those and how how does that work?
2: Yeah, so if they head on over to obmcertification.com, they can learn all about the program. Um, It's a program that we run every quarter. Um, It's very – it's fun. People have had a ton of success um, just with getting – High, higher paying clients and just feeling like a lot, like feeling like it's a really a career. Um, so they can go over to obmcertification.com. And of course my blog, saranoket.com forward slash blog, I've got a wealth of information there about, you know, just systems and tips and tricks and all kinds of like techie stuff, but also systems and mindset stuff. So it's kind of like a smorgasbord of like my favorite things.
1: Very <laughs> Cool. very cool! And I'm guessing it's an online course because that's a great way to leverage your yes. time. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely.
2: I mean, there how, are live calls, but yeah, it's an online course.
1: And how quickly can people get up to speed to get that certification?
2: It's a, it's a 90 day. It's about I would say for four months. So it's 90. The program's 90 days, and then it's followed by exam week, um, and then and then you it takes about a month to become certified.
1: And they can use that right OBM. Um, the registered trademark after their name? Yes,
2: following, yes.
1: Very cool. Are you ready for our signature question? Yes. All right. This will be fun to hear your answer since you're into systems. Sarah, if you had one more hour in your day, 25 hours every day, what would you do with those extra hours?
2: Oh, my God. That's crazy. (sighs) You know, I'd probably go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably not – yeah, you know, I would – I find that my latest thing is that I'm really trying to get a better balance in my life. So I have a baby, I've got a six month old, and awesome. I've got, and I've got two other kids all under, all under the age of six, three of them. So I'm just feeling like I need, I would, if I had extra time, I'd spend it on myself. (laughs)
1: I mean, that's cool. You're like, put your oxygen on first before you're good, yes. right? Yes.
2: Yeah. And like Sarah needs a little bit of TLC. So I would be, you know, I'd be like, for sure one of those hours would be like a massage and a mani-pedi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good
1: for you. <laughs> put myself
2: back together again.
1: I love that. I love that. So you gave quite a few great tools and resources. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I didn't think to cover with you?
2: Yeah, I just think that if they, if your if your audience wants to head over to saranoketcom dot forward slash Nancy Gaines, we've got some really juicy stuff there as well.
1: Very cool, awesome. Well, Sarah, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show today. This yeah, kind thanks of a for a fun having
2: talk.
1: me. Absolutely. <laughs> Listeners, I have a new program for business owners looking to systemize their companies in 30 days or less. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked and this call inspired you to get your time back, laptop-free vacation. I love that, Sarah. This program could be for you. We work side by side or zoom by zoom to actually get the systems created. You can learn more, nancygames.com or drop me an email, nancy at nancygames.com and we can have a conversation. And if you love this show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage
0: you've been listening to the nancy gains show where you can gain the advantage to schedule a vip strategy day or speed consulting session with nancy connect with her on her website nancygames.com that's nancy g-a-i-n-e-s.com on twitter nancy l gains and on linkedin nancy gains be sure to check back on nancy's website for new episodes Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.